right, good evening everyone. Eastern Historical Commission agenda, August 14, 2018. First on our agenda, review and approval of minutes, July 10, 2018. Everyone was sent a copy. Everyone had a chance to? Yeah. No one has any, it's in filing, I move it. Okay, a motion please to accept. So moved. Second. I'll second. All in favor? Aye. Beautiful. Do we want to designate Mr. Bishop as a voting member? Uh, yeah. He is not a voting member tonight. No, who's not? He's the alternate. He's the alternate tonight. Yes, he'll be the alternate. Yeah. So you're a no he'll be a non-voting member though, right? Yeah. Because you we have a quorum. Okay. All right. Uh, 134 Main Street, Ames Local Historic District Certificate of Appropriateness Application. Who, please identify yourselves. Who's here for... David Howe, uh, DNN Management. Okay. Uh, again, we were all sent a copy of their proposed changes, which amount to. Um, we have hard copies if people want to take a look. Yeah, does anyone? Do I need them? Mm, I can yeah. see the big ones. Well, take what you need, pass them all around. The gist of this is swapping out two doors and two windows. Three windows. Three. Excuse me, two windows, three doors. Two windows, three doors. Two awnings on the sign and two lights. Sign is just a reinstall of the new <laughs> lettering. Awnings are just new awnings. Okay. Who's next to Brandon? For <laughs> for me. Um, anyone have any comment? Basically, these are going to full view. The doors will be full view glass. They're currently like a quarter, two, a third, two thirds glass, I guess, right now. And historically, retail or or office space, and we're just kind of. Make it more practical. The openings remain the same, right? They do, yeah. Okay. It's actually just the slabs change. Yes, on the doors. Yeah. Windows, the openings stay the same? Same size. Okay. Yeah. These will start to match. I guess we're going to have kind of the same look going down the street with the same windows. Anyone have any comments? So we're adding. We're adding lights. We're adding awnings. Well, were there. Keep there. Oh, okay, yeah. <clears throat> Once upon a time. Okay. Okay. So the only additional thing are the gooseneck lights. They match what's down this. Yeah. Okay. Same a smaller, yeah. smaller version. Okay. Anyone have any comments? Squeezes in the massage bar. <laughs> is? <laughs> it's an orange juice place. Uh, so the commission can, um, under the bylaw, uh, can uh, waive a public hearing. 
So public hearing on an application for certificate may be waived by the commission if the commission determines that the exterior architectural feature involved is so insubstantial in its effect on the district that it may be reviewed by the commission without a public hearing. So the commission could make that determination. We would not have to have a public hearing. And then I would have to notify the abutters of the decision. And after 10 uh, days have passed, the uh, certificate would go into effect. So I move we waive the what you just said. Okay. <laughs> the public hearing. We're, we're, public hearing. We're, yeah, we're going to accept their proposal. I think of all the buttons. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, how do you feel? So, like Strange has motioned, Ventresco has second, that the um, proposed uh, changes are so insubstantial in its effect on the district that it may be reviewed by the commission without a public hearing. Correct. Okay. And that and our butters will be notified. Yeah, and have ten days to respond. That, that happens. Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, unanimous. Yeah, we we have a vote. We have a second. All in favor? Any more discussion? Any further discussion? Yeah. Not seeing none. All in favor? And then, and then a vote on the uh, certificate for the proposed work. So yeah. moved. All second. Any further discussion on the way? Okay. All in favor? Excellent. Okay, Sorry to keep you so long. Thank you very much. Don't think it's always going to be the season. What's that? Don't think it's always going to be the season. We know. Thanks for coming in. Good night. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good night, guys. That was nice and short. Okay. <coughs> 89 Lincoln Street. Demolition. How are we doing this at 9 o'clock? Review. Excuse me? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. According to the agenda. See how long it took to blow three minutes? Holy uh, mackerel. Bill Humphrey, uh, Center Street Reality, also the owner of 89 Lincoln Street. Okay. Um, no. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Humphrey has a, a application for demolition for 89 Lincoln Street. Uh, I know myself and John went. Amy, did you go? Anybody else go? You guys all went through. Okay. Yep. Greg? Been through it many times and drive by it 22 times a day. Okay. So um, as a review, uh, the commission takes several steps. Um, first is to determine if the property is historically significant. And uh, criteria for that are in the bylaw. Um, if the building is listed on the National Register of Historic Places is the first one this building is. It's in the Northeastern uh, National Register Historic District. And then there are other criteria after that to find it significant. Um, if it's determined to be significant, it automatically kicks to a public hearing um, with proper notice. And then at that public hearing, uh, the determination is made if it's preferably preserved, not preferably preserved, or not preferably preserved subject to conditions. So that's the flow of the determinations for a demolition review. So where it is in the Northeastern Historic District, is that? It's a, yeah, it's that? in the Northeastern um, National Register okay. District. But it's not in the district. No, it's not a local historic district. It's not in the Ames no, local no, historic no, district? No, 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 but it's no. in the Northeastern National which Register it, District. Which kicks it automatically into being significant, mm -hmm. which leads us to a public hearing. I think we, I think we mentioned that, too. Yes, yeah, right, that we talked about, about that on site. So uh, I believe that's it for right now. It, it could be, and we could have further conversation it. about, uh, you know, what people have observed or... Yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of, I guess, 
either way. Well, should we discuss it first? Oh, let's take a motion. Let's take a vote, I mean, or have a motion. To discuss. To. Is it historically significant? Is it historically significant? Which we have documentation who claims that it is. So I need a motion first to find it historically significant. Second. Second. All in favor? Spencer one, and trust good deal. Okay. Ian, no? No, I'm still thinking. Okay. I mean, you know, just to, to let me be an idiot for a second, um, if it were in the local Ames historic district, which mm -hmm. it's not, mm -hmm. if I'm remembering the training that we got not long ago, there's teeth to that particular designation? Um, yes, any... And, and, just to, yes. and just to, for the other side, the fact that it's on the National Historic Register indicates something but actually is toothless? Um, no. Just for my understanding. No. Um, so a local historic district, like the Ames Local Historic District, has a um, set of bylaws and guidelines uh, and rules and regulations that pertain just to buildings within that local historic district. And it's not within that? It is not. Okay. No, so the local historic district is 134 Main Street, which we just discussed. Mm -hmm. um, the Ames local historic district is a subset of a larger national register historic district, so, which is bigger than the local historic district. And one of the criteria for significance is, is the structure um, listed on the national register of historic places, and it is. As is everything within that within the National Register Historic District, okay. which yeah. makes it historically significant. Yes, correct. But okay. in fact, just to finish, just to remember the training, um, but that doesn't actually have the same weight or power as the. It doesn't. It doesn't have the regulatory. Regulatory, right? Um, as being okay. in a local historic district, but what it does do is indicate um, likely historic significance if the commission determines that. Uh, for demolition review and the bylaw um, has it. Uh, where did we get to? It was just there. And everyone has their binders. Um, You're doing such a good job. <laughs> <laughs> so, right here, a significant building. A building is determined by the condition or its designee to be significant based on any of the following criteria A, B, C, and D. And so you apply the criteria to the building in question. Gotcha. So I'll, I'll vote with everyone else. I just want okay. to puzzle okay. it out. Right yeah. right. So are we open for discussion? Yes. Uh, well, you haven't uh, finished. You said all those in favor. A few hands. Right. Yes. Kind of. Right. So, so um, as a recap, we have uh, Spencer first, Ventresco second, um, to uh, determine the to, to find the structure um, historically significant, and we have, a, I believe, a unanimous vote to that effect. Four to one. Uh, I didn't well, vote. He did not vote. Okay. So four. Are you an A, an a or just? Well, a? I was going. Yeah, but since we're we're kind of doing this awkwardly, well, yeah, so we since we're discussing. We, yeah, well, okay. So what what does the survey say on this? The survey lists it as historically <clears throat> significant. Right, but what? Um, See, this is well. This is what what troubles me. How we don't have a we haven't made a priority list in town. Like I always say this. Yeah, well, we um, haven't. So because, let's not because because, because so let's say someone was just coming in to do an addition on this thing. 
uh, to, to you know to Ian's point, if they were going to add on to this thing, yes. drastically change it, they wouldn't be coming before us. They could do anything they wanted to it. Correct. Um, and I just think it would behoove us. This is kind of editorializing, but I, I hate when we get stuck in these spots because I think it would behoove you know. I, I think if we were instead of saying, oh, now that someone's looking to do something with, hey, we think this is. We'd like to save this for X, Y, Z reason. I just wish we did that ahead of time with two or three hundred buildings in town. Because I'm, I know I'm beating a dead horse, but we could alert realtors. We could alert everybody, so it wouldn't be surprise, and it would be, you know, it would be a uh, perhaps perhaps a more successful process. Or well, we mailed out all the surveys to the homeowners, so there was an attempt to. Yeah, just right. But I'm just saying, you know, <clears throat> has that, how many people in this room have ever driven by? Maybe that's not fair, but how many people have driven by this house and said? Ooh, that's something we need to save in town, and you know. but it's, it was found by someone else to be historically significant. So it's it's kind of to a professional found it historically significant. So we should at least look at it, notify the public of what's going to happen, let them have their say. And Can I comment on that? No. Excellent. <laughs> Who, uh, when, in when was this? Uh, found historically significant. How long ago? It was listed on the National Register of Historic Places in 1972, and then a few years ago, there was a comprehensive inventory um, for that area, and there's a form for the uh, tenements along right. that stretch. And I think Amy might have actually printed out a copy. Yeah. That's the last house on that side of tenements. So this is 45 years ago, and all that work's been done to it, and. Yeah, but the existing structure is still there. I mean, you can. You know, but we we don't even know what the existing structure is, really. Well, we kind of went through it. Yeah, it's like half of the building is well, we, part of we it. We can tell by looking at that part mm. that that's existing. The rest we could just say. So you got a, a building that's sixteen by, I think it was sixteen by twenty-two, is the main structure. Right. Yeah, and the upstairs is basically. No good because the staircase has to be brought to code, and so upstairs you're not going to get anything out of it. So you're going to have a, about a 450 square foot, unless you change the upstairs. But so the information for 89 Lincoln is here, mm -hmm. the material that I uh, sent out a week or so ago, in the inventory form, and this one was done in 2010. Yeah, 2010, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's not ancient history. But I think what was unique about that, if I may, 2010, Macris did the last survey, and they said that it was in good condition. Hmm. My view, my view from our viewing, and I didn't go inside because I was a little nervous. You guys had a little more guts to go in because what was it, 75% full of mold? No, the whole basement is 100%. 100%. So I just, as an amateur with some common sense, and some basic knowledge of what I saw on the outside in poking through the door, open doors and windows. I can't believe it was only eight years ago and the severity yeah. of the decay was astronomical. Um, the points of interest that make this, and I think we mentioned this, Bill, mm -hmm. there's a criteria we have to follow and it is historically significant to the town, the history of it. That doesn't mean that we're gonna, I can't speak for everybody, or, or whatever, we get, we're not voting on that now, we're strictly discussion, but the property deemed historically significant, but that doesn't mean that we might all vote that you've gotta spend gazillions of dollars, you wouldn't, 
to restore mm. a basic structure. Um, it's a pretty interesting history. Out of all the tenements on that row, it was the only one that was built as a private home. Sorry. And it was actually one of four that got moved from Pond Street over to Lincoln Street. And it's had a multitude of Europeans in that home, but the, the longest lasting were Irish immigrants that came, that the Ames brought over an influx of Irish immigrants. Um, uh, actually, it was one of four. Um, so, Tim, you, you saw the inside, so I can't, as I said, I can't speak on behalf of the inside. Um, I think that having this go to public hearing would be the right thing to do only because an applicant and not setting any bad precedents in two weeks or a month, whatever we deem the next meeting, that the proper process is that by doing this, that the commission has a somewhat oversight on what would be replaced if everybody voted in that direction. Um, I've seen your plans. Mm -hmm. uh, I like the, the replacement, the, and I only looked at it quickly, um, but uh, that, that's my two cents. Yeah, what I try to do is Wayne has educated me on what to try to do is build obviously the main structure as the neighborhood is and always to put the garage out of sight behind the building and that's what I did. So I hit it behind it so you just basically see the front of the elevation and uh, what with the high pitch, you know, the, the windows and the father's porch, etc. trying to make it look like Similar to the one that you did on me. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But with the garage up back. Correct. Yeah. Can I well, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Based on what I saw in conversation I had with, with Bill last night, is there any way that he can be asked to save portions of that structure and incorporate them into his new structure? Well, we talked about that, maybe. Uh, I mean, I realize that I'm not a, a contractor by any means, but I have some experience with it, and I can see that it is in very poor repair, and it would be very hard to do what he had to do based on the way some of the additions were done. But there were a lot of things in there that looked like they could be salvaged. Uh, I don't know whether that can be brought up, that he can be asked to salvage some of it to stay within the, give it some of its historic back. We tried that with someone once. On Pond Street, actually, I think it was, wasn't it? No. You tried it with. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a. Uh, it's kind of out of our purview. Yeah, it, you know, uh, that, that's the problem. The purview, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I agree. you know, for me, the, the issue, and you all know, I, I mean, I, 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 I preserve historic buildings for a living sometimes, um, but, and I also look at the. Real world. We have lots of nice historical and architectural resources in town, but to me, we end up at the same. But here's a small little house, which yeah, hey, it could be it could be restored, it could be brought, you know, mold could be gotten rid of, rid of, and but for what it costs to buy that property, what it would cost to do that, what you would end up with, it you wouldn't, you'd go out of business, you know, and then you wouldn't, you know, there hasn't been a a, a groundswell. Um, to save, you know, that particular 
Well, of course, we haven't had a public hearing. So, I, I mean, I, I do, I support, like you're saying, hey, it's in the National Register and et cetera, and, you know, the majority of the board wants to deem it historically significant. So, sure, it makes sense since we have the process to go to a public hearing. But I just have trouble, you know, like I've said, you know, I have trouble saying, okay, hey, how are we going to choose that this house has to be saved? You know, and, and if we maybe... Um, I don't think we've got that far, though. Right, but but if we, you know, I'm just I'm just like we have because we've done 600 surveys, so we're going to try to save all 600 houses and towns. I just, you know, it's 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 the same thing. Well, with, you, it, you know, against. yes and no. You got to start somewhere. Somebody's got to be number one, right? But yeah, but is that a is that a successful approach? I don't know. But yeah. part of the bylaw, and I know some members in the past, past members of this commission, have been frustrated because well, so what are we saving? But as I mentioned to Tim, if if common sense in, in the bylaw is not significant enough, that one line that is significant enough is the oversight. Because I think, in my heart of hearts, I think I've known you long enough to know that you're going to do the right thing. But that doesn't mean we can just let you escape on it because somebody else might come in and they're not going to do the right thing. But you let the Humphreys do it. So I think that, that that clause that we have in our bylaw is really good because so we don't save the property, but we are actually saving the look of that neighborhood right. and, and the historical value of that neighborhood, which I think is just as, not, well, not just as, but on the higher point of that ladder that helps us, you know, you wouldn't want to put no disrespect to any one particular building, but you wouldn't want to put a, an ultra you know, contemporary with lots of glass that would, might not fit in there. Um, so, well, that's part I, of our. And I've done that on all the houses that I've raised. I've uh, 138 Bay Road did the same thing. Remember that was a duplex, so I did 138 Bay Road. Uh, obviously, um, the pond. Um, that was uh, yeah. That was a burnout. That was the, that was an old cape that burned out on on uh, Bay Road. No, that one wasn't burned out. Yeah, it was it was all redone. I remember when it burnt out. Oh, it burnt out years ago. Yeah, yeah. But it was. Uh, but what I tried to do because it was all chopped up, they did a lousy job. What I tried to do is uh, go with the. I tried to make it look like a farmhouse, and I think it came out pretty good. Yeah. And uh, then I did the one on right up the street here. Day Street. Day Street. And then North Main. Yeah, and I did that to uh, sort of resemble one of the old 1800, uh, I've done it on, and then I did it on Sheridan Street. Uh, that was a uh, Bodeo pro uh, property. It was just a little, like, uh, looked like a cottage. But what I ended up doing is doing something of, of, a, of a high pitch, uh, half story upstairs, and came out really nice. So that's that's basically what I try to do, is try to create that. And I have a track record. I think I've done about six homes that way. Well, okay, so back to the beginning here. We have voted to find historically significant. Have we voted that? Started. We started. No, we took, <laughs> we took a vote. Good stuff. All right, so let's take it. All right, so back to this. We had a motion, we had a second. Um, everyone in favor of finding 89 Lincoln Street historically significant? 
per hour survey or whatever. Pilot. Yes, pilot. Um, all in favor? Okay. So everyone's, everyone's in. Okay. So we will schedule a public hearing. Uh, our butters will be notified. Schedule public hearing for the next meeting. When was that? September 11th. 9-11. And then any feedback or requested changes on the submitted plans. Just took the words out of my mouth. Just going to say that. Um, materials, um, you know, hardy plank for the siding, anything else, any other thoughts? Um, if you want to give me one, that would be lovely. I got one, yeah. Thank you. And they're very quick. Uh, yeah. They, I got one uh, for CBA three days. Yeah. They say two weeks, but they're really quick. Yeah, well, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. So, so why don't I work in that tomorrow? Okay. I'll get it going. Plans, every detail would be perfect. Yeah, yeah. So you detail it out. If everybody votes in that direction, then it's done here. Yeah, I've shown every elevation that I'd like to do. And you can see the engineering. I've had Frank Ryan, love my engineer. I know you guys all know him. Did the uh, footprint, uh, footprint on, so I don't have, um, I need all the setbacks of, uh, of uh, Zoe. So, done that and I've already gone forward and parked it so the septic system would be in the front it's all good material it's rocky but small rocks are all like six inch rocks yeah it's weird yeah but it's strange it's strange it's not sandy and it's not gravelly it's like a mixture it's it looks like it was made like somebody did something with it. but it's not you bring it up and you'll get I mean, you hit 90% rock. Maybe we should have an archaeological dig. Yes, I think so. Oh, yes. dig yourself. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I found a family of uh, ancient pigs for living there. <laughs> All right, sir. Okay, okay thank you. Thanks for coming in. All right, we'll see you on. Thank you very much. So I'll get that abutters list going tomorrow. Okay. And uh, so we can notify him. Thank you. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Are you going swimming again tomorrow? I am. Okay. Yeah. With those ancient pigs. <laughs> uh, historic resources survey, inventory, CPA grant project scoping. Uh, Wayne just got to me in the mail last week the list of all that are done. Uh, I think I sent it around to people as well. Oh, all right. So, okay. So everybody got, everyone did get that. So the deal is now let's tie the next thing in with this. Yes. The next thing is Foundry Street, Haywood Pool District Property Owner Outreach. Part of our survey request will be provided this moves along as we hope it will. The Haywood Pool District uh, becoming a local historic district with the part of the survey will be to do the study report National Register nomination. Right. Right. So that would be if, if we think we could do let's say 60 surveys we can only do just crazy just round numbers 50 surveys and then this. So we need to figure that out or something. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's just, I mean, those are just rough numbers. Just, uh, so because there is some work involved in creating a local service. So 
and we wanted greater clarity from the residents that that was something they would be interested in doing. Yeah, so we need to, I was in contact with our main contact in that neighborhood, uh, who's been predominantly on the West Coast all summer, and he says he's back after this month is a good time, which is normally for everybody, everybody will tell you after Labor Day, we'll get moving. So that will fall in sync with one. Wayne wants to start putting the, what are you putting out? Well, um, so for procurement, you have to uh, solicit three quotes. Um, if it's below a certain amount of money, which this will be. And I want to have a good sense of what we're asking for so that we can ask people to uh, give us quotes on basically the same thing. And it matters as to are we doing 80 or 120 or something um, individual properties or are we doing 60 or 70 properties and the study report national register nomination it, it it helps to have a sense of what you're asking them to do so that hopefully by next meeting we'll, we don't want to have people say watch this meeting next month and say oh yeah this is going to be an historic district and the people go in those homeschool. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. We need to make sure that they know ahead of time what we're doing before they become something that they don't want to get out of. So, that is that. Uh, I believe that's it, right? Schedule next meeting, which we know is September 11th. Yeah. And I also got over the transom as a last thing. Um, an email from MHC. Uh, you may remember that Easton is a certified local government, a CLG, and Massachusetts Historical Commission, MHC, is hosting a workshop for certified local government communities on September 24th from 10.30 to 12.30. Um, and it says here, attendance by all certified local government coordinators and municipal representatives um, is strongly encouraged. Well, we're, gonna, where is gonna, it? well, we're not going to get a raise. <laughs> where, where is it? Deerfield? Or, uh, um, yeah, it's at the archives. Like, yeah. yeah. However, anyone interested in the CLG program and the requirements, it, it's at the archives. In Deutsche. Yeah, the Massachusetts Archives Building, Columbia Point. So um, I, I'm reading this as I'm going to be going to this. Uh, Tim, if you're available, yeah, it would be great if you could join. Yeah, I will I'm sorry, it was nine what? Um, it is the 24th. Yeah, I know. It's like either it's really hot and you can hear each other or it's Can't comfortable and, and yeah um so it is going to be monday it's a monday monday september 24th from 10 30 to 12 30 um at the state archives building in columbia point dorchester i'll let you know tomorrow okay i'm going to send out an email on that yeah i can send out an email um and i'm not entirely sure the details in the email it says uh you know, attendance by all certified local government coordinators, that would be me, and municipal representatives, which is commission members. I'm not entirely sure what their definition is on that, but. Are we a municipal? I don't know if that would be, I don't know if it would be. Yeah, we're municipal. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah, yeah we're we yeah, represent so. that. Yeah. We, we cover, yeah. we, we're the ones in charge of that, so. So um, if I'm able, and I think I can, I'm going, and uh, if. Tim can make it, and if anybody else wants to go, I'll let you know tomorrow. Okay, yeah, we'll shoot out an email. I just read something too. That we, maybe it'll be over, but there's a like no parking at the state archives because of the 
construction or something. So you just might want to check before you drive. Oh, yeah. Well, can you park at the Kennedy Museum and walk? No, well, that's not. I mean, um, you can, but that's a kind of a far walk. No. I mean, the town well, won't um, provide the, transportation. The, the library is actually right there, but the parking lot's not that big. It's still pretty far. But, <laughs> but I think the, the big issue is um, UMass is built in one giant building on top of a parking garage that's collapsing. So, yeah, there's like zero parking at Columbia Point. But, yeah, the last time I was there, uh, finding a parking space was really creative. But we did it. Well, that'll be interesting then. It might be over. It was a temporary thing. I, mean, I didn't really pay attention because I wasn't heading in. But yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a thing. Just see if they'll send anything more out to, if there is parking. Most yeah. We'll have fires at from the team. I feel like yeah. I've walked this. You take a shuttle bus. I just is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you, you take the red line at uh, JFK UMass, and then there's a shuttle bus that winds the scenic route. That's right. The JFK usually get plenty of room. You kind of just walk across a planting area. And sometimes they'll have signs up, you know, saying if you're going to the archives, you absolutely cannot park here. But maybe you reach out to them, they may have some further information as it gets closer. Yeah, to them. yeah. Yeah, ask if Once they get an idea of parking. Going, so. Yeah. Um, so I'll let people know. Okay, thank you. Motion to Actually, I one quick thing before you know it. We're going to have to be thinking about our awards. Awards. So, in the next meeting, we should probably start seriously thinking, bringing people properties uh, as recommendations. So, if we. John and I were talking this afternoon as maybe to uh, liven up interest, if you will, if we had a people's choice. Have people submit their favorite property or whatever and people on the commission you mean no 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 the general public general public yeah that way they, they would include them how are they going to know what was they could pick anything they want how many historic properties and projects have there been could be a preservation from a long time ago someone who's just maintained their property nicely it doesn't have to be a current this is, I think this would be a separate, I know what you're saying is the ones that we pick. I don't think we're asking them to do that. I think we're asking for a third. Gotcha. Um, or for input to one of the input. two existing. Yeah, yeah, we're looking for some public input. Just, yeah. We'll see if we get any. No. Might get zero. Who knows? We can take a shot at it anyway. Okay. Motion. Anybody else? No. Motion to close. So moved. Second. Second. All in favor? All right. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>